So uh, last time, after resting briefly following their encounter with a scout patrol, the three heroes made their way into camp disguised as an orc and his prisoners. The drunken army did not pay them any attention as they made their way into camp, deceiving even high-ranking officers. When they found Orlog's tent, they ducked inside to Koromid's surprise, but not to Orlog's. They greeted the group with their back to the trio, drinking tea in a tall-backed floor chair over an ornate rug. They invited them to sit down and share some tea. Koromith loudly refused, along with Grana, but Yvonne was curious. Eventually, Orlog offered that if they answered three of Orlog's questions, they would do the same for the three of the parties. And <laughs> at the end, they could leave without a fight. Hesitantly, Grana, Koromith, and Yvonne agreed, and Yvonne sat as the other two remained standing. Yvonne asked where to find the prisoner. Orlog asked where, why they had been attacking the Stone Fist. Grana asked who was in charge, and a name was spoken. Dakro Khan. Orlog asked why they were fighting for a losing side. Or I what? asked what was going to happen after the questions were over. Orlog asked what their weaknesses were. At the end, they attacked Orlog, and after a long, difficult battle, were able to defeat them, leaving the group with a dead commander in their tent in the middle of an army with a prisoner yet to find. Right. So you're over the body of Orlog. They are deceased. Their blood is soaking into their beautiful, beautiful rug that was already tarnished by... Uh, a spit on the rug. Yevon's uh, orc corpse and now spit. <laughs> I also, I searched the body. I searched I search, uh, Orlog's body for uh, any good stuff I can find. And uh, while Yevon's doing that, I want to just take a quick, like... Cursory look around the tent. Okay, uh, roll investigation checks. Uh, let's see, that's an, uh, an 11. Anybody want to give me the help action on my investigation of the <laughs> body? <laughs> and by any man, you mean Grana because she's I mean, the only one not doing something? Grana? Yep. <laughs> well, I rolled a six just now, so. Um, no. I, I guess I'm also looking around. <laughs> and Cormith, what was yours? Uh, 11. Okay. I got a nine. Grana and Cormith looking around the tent. You don't see too much. You see, you know, there's obviously various papers that seem to be reports on army folk. You see that there are, you know, the, the couple of things you saw during the battle, the weapon racks that hold some more basic uh, weapons, some more lances, things like that. And even you're not able to find anything especially interesting on Orlog's body. They seem to have just been relaxing in their tent. They don't have, you know, items of huge import on their body. Although you do, you do find a bag of what appears to be some sort of herb. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to scoop up these military plans. Sure. Like that I can, that I can find, I'm going to scoop them up because uh, uh, the the woman who had a, who tasked us with this, I forget her name. She Stratia? might be able to use these. Stratia might be able to use these. So hell yeah, cool. I would like to either make a history check or a nature check to see what kind of herbs I have discovered. Go for it. Uh, which uh, both uh, nature. either <laughs> nature. Yeah, go for a nature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit! I got a twenty-one. 21. 
okay, this is some sort of mix of like rosemary and thyme. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck was Orlog doing? Warding off form? vampires? Jesus. That's not how you ward off vampires. That's garlic. <laughs> listening to some Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Yeah. Yeah. The Scarsboro um, Fair appears in the middle of camp. Oh, <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, guys, we're going back to the fair. Just kidding. We got some no. good shit up there last time. Bam. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> even Grana. I don't know if I have to remind you, but we have to get out of here now. Uh, Yes, we (sighs) also are responsible for a prisoner at some point in time. Do we want to try and attempt to uh, remove them now or be secure in the fact that we know where they are and come get them later? Oh, man. What's the uh, uh, health potion situation? Oh, dog, I'm good. I've got one. Uh, yeah, Crummy still has like 11, right? Yeah, I bought him up, baby. Yeah. But I, I am low on spell slots. So that's the only thing to worry about. I'm also relatively low on spell slots. Um, I Can I roll an insight check to kind of like maybe peek out of the tent, see how much foot traffic might be coming around? Uh, yeah, go for it. Cool. That is a six. Uh, a six? Okay, it's a busy camp. You haven't been on a battlefield in a while. You know, you just, you're trying to think of all these things to do. So you can't really get a grasp on like the whole situation. Uh, but you do see that the sky is starting to get lighter, which implies that uh, morning is coming, uh, which is usually when battles happen. Okay. Um, even, can you look like him? Yes. Uh, let me feel around in my pouch of magic. Do you uh, remember when we were on that rig? I could actually probably look a little bit like like them. If you could pull off Kodagog 2, we might be able to find that prisoner. Kodagog 2.0. Well, um, I, again, this no, will No, just Kodagog us... 2. Oh, I, I see. Well, Kodagog, Kodagog 2 uh, will last roughly an hour. We know exactly where this is. Do you think that looking like the commander will be something that draws too much attention? Mm, I don't know about this. I do have this dust of disappearance we could use. Oh, bonkers. That sounds uh, quite useful, Grana. What the fuck is this shit? I believe that lasts for about a minute, uh, but I could be wrong. It it lasts for 2d4 minutes. Oh, that is... So, as soon as I throw it over us, I, I would have to roll for that. And we could make our way to the uh, prisoner's tent because Orlog did give us directions. Could we, we do you know to uh, oh. disappear a prisoner, you know? Um, yeah, how far away was the tent again? It's like two Tents down, down four and four tents over. Okay. Or maybe the reverse so of that. It'll probably just take like one minute to get there. So then I think we so here, let me let me tell you a little bit about how this will go, um, because you guys are in a, a tense situation now, uh, because, you know, you don't know the next time somebody's going to come to the commander's tent. Uh, right. As soon as you leave this tent, you're going to be in initiative order, not because somebody's going to immediately attack you, but just to allow turns and for this whole camp to essentially 
tick, you know, all okay. these gears working together, uh, mm -hmm. just to see, like, you know, I'm going to roll to see how long it is before anyone comes in, and that's going to be a certain number of rounds. So you'll you'll have turn order, essentially, once you once you leave this place. I want to roll, although, like, I, I want to roll for something, but maybe I'll wait for Granada to, to figure out what, what's going on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just so uh, hard. Squad. Perhaps. Um, uh, uh, yes. First, let's hide the body. Okay. That sounds like a roll, good idea. <laughs> I want to roll an investigation check to see if there's anywhere where we could hide a rolled up carpet with a body in it, in this tent. <laughs> I'm going to say that's more of an insight check. Okay. Same thing. Plus because zero you're... for me. Yeah. That's well, hey, four. aren't you glad you just Damn. leveled up? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I rolled a four. And I, I got nine on that. So <laughs> also on insight. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a nat one. Fuck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be uh, one of those nights. So yeah, you even your first Let's idea stop is now. like, what if we just put it outside of the tent, like the court? Throw <laughs> <laughs> it in the dumpster out back. Yeah, that sounds if, like a good idea. <laughs> if, if if they're looking in here for it, and we put it outside the tent, then nobody will be able to find it. <laughs> I've got another idea. We won't. Okay, so the thing about the dust of disappearance is we won't be able to use it on the guy we're looking for. Because okay. it, it'll last a minimum of two minutes, maximum of eight. So That's fine. Okay, it can yeah, be enough that, to get us there. That, well, so here's, here's, the, here's the other thing uh, I was thinking, is that we could try and use the same ruse that we did to get into the camp. Because I can just make myself look like an orc again. And then... Since y'all would actually be prisoners, heading to the prisoners' tent would make a lot of sense. Okay, which would give us like a pretty valid alibi. Uh, so uh, so far, I've this also, is sounding good. I've got I've got something to add about the dust of disappearance because it works on any creature and object within ten feet of me. So if I throw it over Orlog too, that'll that'll disappear their body. So here's what I was thinking about that for a moment. For a bit. What if, first of all, your this idea is in. Like you're like, yeah, because that's a good one where we could like go over and like, oh yeah, prisoners. The other thing though that I was thinking is, what if Grana casts the dust of disappearance over us? We burn this tent to the fucking ground and get the skedaddle yeah. out of here. And then Orlog's body is taken care of. We don't need that. And depending on how well you roll, we might be able to like, fucking sleaze our way all over to the goddamn prisoner tent. And since the distraction will be at the goddamn fire tent, then maybe there will be nothing there. Goddamn. <laughs> That's fucking genius. <laughs> Do you like that? Like, is that a, oh so, so? Do you need to tell us something? Do you have practice? <laughs> <laughs> I, I find this to be like like a pretty damn good idea. Oof. But if it breaks bad, oh, it's breaking real bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. But nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? I mean, I think we should <laughs> probably try it. Yep. <laughs> I like um, the sound of it. Okay. Um, cool. Let's do it then. Grana, you use your disappearing sprinkles and make <laughs> us go away. Okay. We will burn this tent to the ground. Since there's nowhere to stash the body, we have to burn it. So we'll burn this tent to the ground, sneak over, 
get the prisoner. Everybody will be here trying to put out the fire, figure out what happened with this fool. And then we can get out of here. We can go into the bush, into the trees. With the, Should... with the prisoner, yes. With the prisoner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should even uh, uh, try to take up a disguise? I think that's still the best Just in option. Case. Just in case. Just in like, case someone stops us blown. on our way to the tent yeah. and we don't make it before the 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 <laughs> dust expires. I so, agree, a hundred percent. So I will do that. Uh, I'll do that now while you all start. Well, do we start the fire first or do we start the fire after we disappear? Grana, how long does the dust take? Um, I'll let's start the fire, and I can uh, throw this dust over us right before we go. Okay, I like that idea. So I'm gonna okay. get out the tinderbox. I'm gonna and my cast, torch. I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself again to look like a uh, an orc. All right, I'm gonna roll to see how many people are in the vicinity of this tent. <laughs> Lovely. Oh I'm um, going to cast yes. Disguise Self now right. while everyone else is attempting to start a fire. Yeah, so tell me about how you are fire starting. Um, I'm going to take out the tinderbox uh, and I'm going to start my torch on fire and I am going to put it in Orlog's hand um, and like see if I can get because this rug is nearby. So I'm going to like gather that rug a little bit and because I want it to look like an accident. Um, and so uh, going to gather the rug nearby so that it can start. Let's see. I feel like I feel like we'll need something to get the, the whole tent on fire. I would imagine Ours. much of it is flammable. <laughs> sure. But it, if, like, if the if the rug burns just by itself, maybe that won't be enough to reach the sides. I think we want it to be a slow enough burn. That no one notices it for a bit. Well, yeah, but it could. Um, all right, let's let's drag Orlog near the tent side. Also, is the tent? Can I? Here. Can I use my rapier to assist? Can you? How? Like I, I oh. have a, oh, I have like a rapier that here? starts on fire. Oh. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I can also use produce flame. I could like hurl a small fireball at something this to. Is, this is so much better. Y'all can roll like an investigation check or, or something. Insight. Uh, I'm gonna roll some insight and see if that would be a useful thing for me to do. Oh, I got a 12. And given that the the exterior of this tent is maybe waterproof for extended engagements, I want to roll an insight check to see how or to see if I can tell uh, how easily the outside of this tent may start on fire. Go for it. I got a 24 on this insight. Oh. Oh. I got damn. it. I got a Grana's six. like, <laughs> Grana's like a practiced too. arsonist. She's like, I don't know how I, how I didn't think of this. Grana, uh, with your twenty-four, you're you're looking around this tent, and you you know you recall the fact that you learned like a day ago in game time of how this is a tribe of orcs who set everything on fire all the time. Oh. Um, yeah, because they you know. Scorched earth and all that. They're kind they of fire did burn obsessed. that village that we had to save Timmy from. They they had that like fucking skull armor that shot out flames. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of fire here. But in spite of that, it seems like, in spite of what you would think, they'd want more precautionary measures. Uh, this this tent seems 
Seems pretty flammable. Uh, the rug itself... Oh, it's made out of hay. Everything here is hay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's light it? Orlog was hay the whole time. <laughs> the straw man argument. They got us again. Uh. <laughs> Damn it, we could have just blown this house over. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, no, but Grana, you 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 realize that there's probably a lot a, a number of things that are pretty flammable kept in and around this tent. All right, well, uh, let's uh, set these books and this bedding on fire. Like that that looks like the most flammable stuff here. So let's do that first, and I'll make our way around to the front, and I'll throw this dust yeah, over us. We should, we should go out the back of the tent. We do not want people coming. In the front while we are going out the front of the tent. Uh, is, is there a back of the tent? Back door? <laughs> I thought that's I mean, where we came in. You you came in through the side, but Orlog did tell you that they had a, a back flap of their tent that you could exit from. Uh, uh, after, good idea. After your peaceful question asking. Good okay. idea. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So we're okay. going to sneak out that back flap? Are you disappearing? <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess we... Set everything aflame. Yep. And I will throw this dust over us. Whoop. That will be for seven minutes. Oh, oh damn. Damn. Okay. So that's awesome. That will be roughly seventy rounds of combat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> We're gonna be invisible for Dude, so long. Grana <laughs> VIP right now. Like fuck. Hey, don't jinx it. MVP. <laughs> It, something to note before you head out is that dust of disappearance makes you invisible, not intangible, not unhearable. So you're you're still gonna have to be careful, but make some stealth. Yeah. Um, and one last thing I'm gonna do is uh-huh. like, actually hold on. Let me. There's one more detail about it. Oh, if sorry. somebody runs into you, if somebody discovers you, the invisibility wears off. Okay. That makes sense. Oof. All right. Yeah. I'm going to put Dask's eyeball. On their body. Yeah. That's it. Oh, leaving it behind. Okay. Leaving it behind. A strange decision. But I, I suppose if everything goes up in flames, it would be pretty hard to find an eyeball <laughs> just chilling in the middle yep. of a burned tent. Just a little bit of my calling card, you know. <laughs> Your burnt calling card. Assassin Thunderbones. Okay. So you have 70 rounds of combat until you are no longer yeah. invisible. And you are stepping out out of this tent? Uh, the back of the tent, the yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll a stealth check with advantage. Uh, so, Cormith, you'll just roll one instead okay, of having I was a gonna disadvantage. Ask, uh, quick question, too. These are both light people, right? Even and Grana. Like, they're yeah. pretty light. Like, I could, I could manhandle, like, carry these. Yeah, I imagine unless somebody hasn't shared that their character is actually, like, 500 pounds. Yes. Okay. That's what okay. That's what I want to do. I want to Could pick you them imagine? up. A five hundred pound halfling. Because <laughs> now we have a fifty foot walking speed, and my stealth check is going to be a thirteen plus two fifteen. Oh neat! Well, I got a nineteen on my stealth check. So hell yeah! Cormeth uh, picks me up, and I just kind of like lean into it, mm-hmm. cradling them like like cats. Uh, and Grana, what did you get? Uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay. That was with advantage. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> a ten and then a four. Yeah, not all these rolls are great, so don't be singing my praises yet. <laughs> Grana, as Cormeth picks you up, you let out a little bit of a oof, and a few orcs 
uh, look over at the tent uh, to see what that noise was and see the flap uh, open and close itself uh, and are going to go over and investigate that. Go ahead and make dexterity saving throws. I, I guess, no, just just mates since you're carrying them. Yep, and I have advantage on dex saving throws. Sweet. So that's going to be a 16 or an 11, so that's a 16. So, Koromith, you manage to just make it around these orcs who look at the, the tent and begin to say, Commander! Question, did you, you, you sprinkle the disappearance over Orlog as well, or no? I will say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that as part of yes. Koromith's original plan, so I assume you did so. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that earlier, definitely. So they're going to make their way into that. They'll get in there uh, next round. Cormeth, this is going to essentially be difficult terrain because you are avoiding an army of folks Hang who on. are... What's up? Hang on. Um, if I cast Longstrider on him, will that help him? It, it's, not about, it's not about speed. It's about yeah. the fact that he has to get around a, a shit yep. ton of people who are preparing for battle. Okay. So it's it's not it's not like he's actually slowed down because he's carrying you or something. It's because people are walking around not expecting to run into a Goliath. Now you see the the sun is slowly coming more and more over the horizon. So these drunken orcs are starting to sober up a little bit, get into armor, things like that. So you begin heading over here to the right. So your your moving speed will be at half. So you'll be able to move twenty five feet per turn. Okay. Unless you want to sprint, in which case you'll just have uh, a little bit of disadvantage on that uh, dexterity check. Okay. So go ahead and uh, roll initiative, everyone. Let's see. It's an 11, an 8. Uh, so I am at 13. I got, I got 15. So the orcs, as a, an enormous group, go first. Remarkable initiative for drunken, tired people. <laughs> So they are going to make their way into the tent, and one is going to yell, There's a fire in here! Yes. So it will be... I wish that flame had gotten a little more, but I'll take whatever I can get. It will be three rounds until they will be able to extinguish it, unless it spreads. So I'm also rolling for the fire here, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's going to be fire's turn. (laughs) Uh, unless somebody wants to roll for fire, I will uh, next time. But, well, it's just I'm just gonna roll a, a d20, and that's just gonna be like essentially an attack roll against the orcs, and that's how it's gonna spread. Ooh, okay. Okay, so that is a 14. So that fire uh, just barely manages to spread onto another part of this tent. There are five points it has to hit on this tent in order to for it to burn down. So right now you have two. <laughs> It needs to hit three more before they are able to put it out. All right. Hell yeah. If it rolls below the score needed, then part of it will go out and uh, they'll essentially have less turns to have to extinguish it. Sure. That makes sense. Grana, anything you want to do up on Cormeet's shoulder right now or? Nope. I'm just along for the ride. <clears throat> I guess right. I'm guiding. I'm trying like whispering in his ear or something where to go. Uh, I mean, he should be able to see. Or, or tell him, watch out for that orc over there. Yeah, d- d- the, 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 right le- at you. the less you talk, the better. <laughs> well, it's the not... The less any of us I, talk, the better. I doubt yep. it's a very quiet camp. Like, come on. <laughs> They're hustling and bustling. They don't have time to listen for 
people like us. I mean, that's up to the that's roles. Not. That's I my thought. Not. Yeah, that's, that's up to the roles. Yep. I mean, that's the story we want to tell, but is that the yep. story the dice tell? Yeah. Mm, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing right now. Uh, if you want to whisper, you'll have to do a stealth check. Well, then I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Cormie, you're up. Um, all right, I'm uh, just going to keep moving. You said it was, what, 10 down, 4 over, I think? Um, three down, four over. Much closer. Three down, four over. Oh, hell yeah. All right, I'm just going to, like, keep trying to, try to dodge this crowd and, like, make our way over there ever so slightly. Okay. Go ahead and roll a uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's a 13 and a 5, so 13 and 215. Yeah, you you make it 25 feet closer to your goal. Okay. Even? Anything you want to do? Um... Will I have to roll a stealth check if I want to take a health potion? Good question. Uh, you know what? Uh, no, because I believe Grana said it covers objects as well, right? Yep. So you're good. Hell yeah, Grana, dude, MVP. Fucking sweet. Cool. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna chug one of these uh, health potions I've got. It's my last health potion, so. Uh, good call. Two D four plus two health points. Yeah, it's a real good call. Oh, I almost got the maximum you can get out of that. I got nine. Oh, shit. Nice one, dude. Yeah, that's that's very fortunate for me. And then... Nine wouldn't even get me halfway to my top from 48. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking around. <laughs> I mean, my, my, max is, my max is now 48 uh, points, so I'm, I'm getting a little chunkier. A little chunkier. That's what, yeah, I'm at 48 out of 68. Uh, I am going to end my turn there, then. That's going to be the orcs, who are going to move into the tent now. They're going to roll against the fire. <laughs> I just love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll against the fire. <laughs> uh, fire doesn't have exactly a high AC, or whatever you want to call it, but they did still manage to fuck up. <laughs> hey, neat. <laughs> You know, a um, bunch of people who are really good at setting fires probably don't have a ton of experience putting them out, but what do I know? <laughs> uh, one of you roll me a look check. I got a 15. Um, it's still going to take them three turns now. So instead of uh, it going down to two, uh, it's going to continue to take them three turns. Hell yeah. All Sweet. right. That's going to be the fire's turn. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. Keep raging. Keep spreading. Fucking major uh, razor. The fire rolled a five. Oh, uh, well. So, well, <laughs> you, you're uh, trying your best, fire. <laughs> it go, uh, now there's only two rounds. So that uh, and on the bright side, it only went down one instead of having to go down two. Grana, Hell anything yeah. you want to do? Yeah, I'll use my powerful healing potion. That one has like 60, 12. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I figured it out. Okay. Cool. I got there slowly. <laughs> Cormate. Gonna keep moving. Keep, All keep right. juking. Make your so fifteen and a nine, so uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, you you make your way another twenty-five feet. And how many tents have I passed after these fifty feet? Uh, you are two tents away. Okay. Things are getting a little too tense. Ah. Uh, okay. Cool. Cool. You have noticed that there is uh, there are more orcs heading in towards the tent that you had left previously, or at least in that direction, to go help with the, the fire, though. 
Excellent. Okay, fantastic. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna like yeah, I'm gonna leave it on the move. All right. Even? I can't can I, I can cast a spell without having to to like reveal myself, right? It depends yeah. on the spell. Uh if I cast Cure Wounds, which is a touch based spell. That's fine. Okay, cool. Then I'm gonna cast uh Cure Wounds at a second level on myself. Cool. Uh, yeah, you touch yourself on Cormeath's shoulder. I touch myself <laughs> while uh Cormeath has scooped me up like a cat. <laughs> okay. That is the orc's turn. They're going to roll against the fire. <laughs> the orcs rolled a three. <laughs> okay. Which is not great for them. I love it. I love it. Well, they're not firefighters, so. They're fire spreaders. <laughs> they're firefighters, but in a very different way. Yeah. They're, pun- they're right. punching at the flames. Uh, and that's a 17 for the fire. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so the fire alights in two more places because they lost... Uh, so this yeah. uh, this thing only needs one more fire in order to be burnt down completely. Hell uh, yeah! Somebody go ahead and roll me a look check. Grana. My turn now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, nine. A nine? Okay, nothing in particular happens. Is there anything that anyone wants to do other than Koromis run closer to the tent? That's all. That's where I'm at. Nope. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the orcs are much more gathered around this central tent. You hear that there are some uh, uh, cries out. The orcs are gonna roll against the fire. Holy shit, they roll a fucking two. Ah, (laughs) Good Lord. That was, that was, that went five, three, two. Those are their rolls so far. So now it's fire. This idea was absolutely amazing. Holy shit, dude, I'm uh, like. (laughs) Motherfucker, burn it down. As y'all are running towards this tent, you all of a sudden hear this. Uh, as the tent suddenly hits some of the materials uh, that have been stored in it for, you know, flambéing towns. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Cormeth, you're, you're pretty far away from this at, at a certain point, so I'm not going to make you roll to see if you can handle the blast, but you do hear... A lot of screams. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, uh... Is that the fire's 20? That was the fire's 20. <laughs> um, Shit. Go oh, ahead and somebody... Uh, what did we hit? <laughs> somebody uh, roll a uh, luck check. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. 14. 14? Okay. Let's, let's roll that against <laughs> these orcs. Rolled another goddamn fucking three. I can't believe this. <laughs> Some of the orcs around you, Cormeth, uh, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Uh, that's either a three or an 11, so a uh, 13. A 13? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cormeth, as this thing explodes, you see that these orcs sort of jump to their feet, but in their sort of stupid orcish way, instead of running to go help, they go, burn! Uh, <laughs> you, hear, you see these uh, orcs start to pick up all of these torches and begin to start burning things uh, oh. and collecting up things to burn. And oh, uh, they start running towards Stratya's camp. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this will as, be interesting. 
as this is happening, uh, these orcs are, of course, uh, pummeling their way through camp, uh, and one of them Oops. slams directly into you, uh, Koramith. So go ahead and make a strike saving throw to see if you hold on to uh, Yeven and Grana. Uh, it's a 12. Um, that, okay. That's with a plus 7. Yikes. <laughs> um, okay. So, Grana and Yeven, you two fall to the ground. How tall are you, Koramith? I am 7 foot 10. Uh, so, Grana and Yeven, you two take five damage as you fall onto the ground. Jesus. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was about as bad as it could have been. <sighs> and a couple of the orcs look at you and go, Hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? Was this guy here a minute ago? Oh, uh, uh I'm, I'm, I'm taking these, these, uh... Prisoners to the prisoners' tent. Where uh, I mean, it's 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 right there. I'm 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 gonna you go walk these fellows up. <laughs> I was Let me roll my deception check. I was exercising my prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got a twenty-eight on a deception check. Oh shit. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> um. Yeah. For a moment, I was like, I don't know. This orc is pretty smart. They rolled a seventeen. <laughs> well, <laughs> so even if I hadn't added my modifier, I still would have beat that. I rolled a 19 and I have a plus nine to deception. So cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. So this, this orc goes, well, get them over to the prison and then take this. And they hand you a big old torch. Uh, time to burn something, right? Roll a body slam into these orcs, camaraderie oh, with camaraderie. Oh yeah. Okay. What do I roll for that? It's just a d20. Just a d20. Yeah, kind of like rolling to high five. <laughs> I rolled a nat twenty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, that's good because you have an orc disguise, but you don't actually have an orc body. Um, so oh. You you slam into these. Uh, orcs, and they're like, yeah, yeah! And yeah. Like, Don't notice the fact that uh, the body that they were hit with does not match the body that they've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're going to start uh, storming yeah. through, uh, storming past you. Uh, so now you are in front of this tent. You see that there are some more intimidating, calmer orcs, one of the bigger kinds of orcs that you saw on the rig, who are standing guard in front of this tent that seems to be the prisoner tent. Even, I think this, uh, I think this is your calling. Uh, I think it absolutely is. Um, I'm gonna go up, I'm just gonna, you know, like, push these, like, push these two in front of me and and uh, just, like, start, like, making my way into the tent. Like, I'm not really even going to acknowledge them because I firmly believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. Oh, I like uh, this. And I'm just going to, like, start pushing them in there. And if they stop me, I'll, I'll make a deception check. But I'm clearly pushing uh, non-orcs into a prison. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's the most natural thing to do in this situation. Go ahead even and roll a persuasion check. A persuasion check? Persuasion. Oh, that's some bad news. That is a natural one on a persuasion check. Okay. That's impressive considering these two rolled twin fives. Um, it, 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 if I had, even with my modifier, even a natural one gives me better than that. Too bad so it's a nat if one. If I had rolled 
anything but a one. Oh, fuck. Uh, so these two take their pole arms and just sort of poof, bar the door, and they say, What reason do you have to be here? I'm locking up these prisoners. A scout troop brought them in earlier. What permission does a mere orc have to deal with prisoners? Especially ones as highly ranked as these. How could you possibly know the rank of these prisoners? Go ahead and do an intimidation check, I guess. All right. That's a 21. <laughs> oh, shit. Good roll, dude. <laughs> uh, the one shrugs and says, not a lot of Goliaths around. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you stand there awkwardly. Yeah, I stand there. Well, I, you I can am hand them over to, to us. I, I am under orders to, to check them in, so. It's like a fucking hotel. Yeah. <laughs> ah, look, we gotta we gotta book the prisoners. Each of them takes one of uh, Grana or Cormie's shoulder and says, "We'll take it from here. Go back to your rank, soldier." Their voice didn't um, break. That was me. Oh, he was under very specific instructions to see with his own eyes that we were locked into the cell, so... That's a very suspicious statement for a prisoner to make. Well, I am I just want to make sure he does a good job, okay? <laughs> uh, you can roll a persuasion with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my roll was a 13, so my persuasion... Ooh, uh, 18. <laughs> Holy shit, with disadvantage? That's, that's with disadvantage. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs> I mean, you didn't need it because somehow this orc rolled its third fucking five. <laughs> I'm using a different die. No, please, keep using it. <laughs> they say, all right, we will go in. You can come with us. And they, they lead Kormith and Grana in. Uh, you see that there are these various stakes that uh, seem to be available to tie people up at. The Orlogs tie Koromith and Grana up. And you see there is a dwarf who is also tied up, who looks kind of ragged, burnt in certain places. And is just sort of like slumped over, but they do appear to be breathing. That's the guy. How many uh, orcs are in here that we have to we have to break free of? It's just the two, right? Just two? Just the two who are in the tent itself. But they could alert more. Yeah. Um, so do we have some way to maybe get ourselves out of these bonds without being seen? Well, we could just start attacking right now. <laughs> uh, but they could bring in ten more. I know, and... but how else are we gonna get out? <laughs> Well, uh, so uh, that dust was just like a thing you grabbed, right? Well, uh, I had no, I had a small pouch of it that I got from the black market, and now I don't have it anymore. Okay, okay, that, that's kind of that's where where I was trying to figure. Okay, yeah. Um, at this point, this is kind of up to even. Um, can I make an investigation check to see like what they're being tied up with? Rope. Rope. <laughs> Rope. Okay. If I use the fire, oh. <laughs> if I use the fire as a oh, good thinking as a like we gotta go like something's wrong. We gotta go check it out. Good thinking. Oh, I like where you're going somewhere different with this than I was, but I like it. Good idea. Okay. So how long ago was that blast? Ten seconds. 
based on one, the turn order. One round ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. You've been most of the way through this round, so it's probably it's it's been pretty brief since that time. Okay, then I'd like to roll a persuasion check to try to get these orcs to come or uh, they're not orcs right they're like the the like mm-hmm. alternate or log Orlog. Mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and roll a persuasion check to get them to come with me to like go check out like they need to go check out that explosion sure go for it what do you have a plus two on persuasion uh i have a plus six Okay, what do you have a plus two on deception? A plus nine, but I, okay. if I try to deceive them, I don't know what I would get out of it. Right? I need it's, to convince them. It's gonna be a persuasion. That, yeah. Yeah, like I need okay. to convince them that they need to go somewhere. The, those were it's not those lying were mostly, about a fire. Those were also just for me. <laughs> sure. I got a twelve on a persuasion check. God damn it! Oh, uh, now that now that these prisoners are all uh, tied up, I think. Oh. I think we need to go check out that explosion good one that sounded uh too close for it to be not inside the camp (laughs) just concerning fire burns (laughs) it doesn't matter what burns just that there is victory we remain with the prisoners yeah well okay as a uh as a last ditch effort and um to try to intimidate these orcs i'm going to transform into a giant wolf spider whoa okay Go ahead and roll an intimidation check. Okay. Ah. Seven. Ah! Spider! <laughs> Go! <laughs> uh, one of the Orlogs jumps into the other Orlog's hands. That Orlog drops the other Orlog. Good work. Six and a two. I hate this die as well. <laughs> I want to try to take advantage of the uh, chaos and just break straight out of these ropes. I don't even know if you officially got tied up yet. I did. Yes. Yeah, no, I did. Okay. You did. Okay. So, Cormith, you can go ahead and do that. I'm going to roll a strength, strength check. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that. Nope. Yep. <laughs> just going to make that noise. <laughs> Grana, go ahead and make a strength check for the spider as well. Oh. <laughs> uh, but remember to use the spider's stats for strength. Not yep, yours. I am. Ooh, uh, 14. 14? All right, yeah. Uh, you no, no problem. As you transform these, just... Psh, 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 and <laughs> Cormie... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so these Orlogs are going to run out of the tent... Uh, and are going to yell, There's a fucking spider in there! <laughs> fucking idiots. Well, <laughs> um, okay, so you, uh, for the this moment, y'all are uh, alone in this tent. There's a prisoner who's still tied up. Um, y'all can take your turns in whatever order you want. Uh, the outside world is still going to take its turns in its order, but you don't have to go sequentially for what you want to do here. I'm going to go cut this stranger out of his bonds okay. and then like yep. give him a heal. Perf. Yep. That, that's literally what I was about to say in character. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you said 
did give him a heal yeah, for I'm some reason. I'm gonna ghetto stomp this dwarf. Yeah, that's really what I thought you meant. Like, I was, like, not in the H-E-A-L headspace. I was 100% in H-E-E-L headspace. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give a little healy heal. Little heal. You said that this is the only prisoner here, or are there others? The, this is the only prisoner here. Okay. Okay. Cool. But God, we know it's the it. one we're looking for. So. Oh no! So yeah. No. Totally. I was trying to think of something else. And that's twelve. That's twelve dumb. hit points. Our uh, our dwarf friend here uh, cool. is gonna pop up for twelve. Uh, I'm just gonna quick uh, like whisper to this dwarf like, I'm I'm a I'm a friend. Uh, we're we're trying to get you out of here. Let's uh. Let's go. Okay. He he wakes up. You, you see some of his burns recede, but this dwarf has some levels of exhaustion. Uh, so he'll recover after a long rest, but he's going to be slower and easier to hit than he usually would be. That makes sense. Okay. Because he's, you know, been tied to a pole for who knows how fucking long. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a good sleep will get you over pole tie-in real fast. Sure. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So he stands up and he says... Uh, he he rambles on in, in Dwarvish for a little bit. Um, no, we gotta run away. We gotta go. <laughs> uh, Do you say that to him as a big spider? No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, is, he does, uh, hold on. He's, he does look and go, there's, uh, the first thing he does say out of Dwarvish is, there's a fucking spider! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wild uh, shape out of my spider form. <laughs> yo, hang on, hang and, on, hang and on. go and untie Koromith. No, I was just gonna say, hang on, uh, uh, stay there. We don't know how useful this could be, and even still has maybe another turn. Like, yo, these dudes have bolted. It could be that even gets over to me and unties me as well. So I yeah, mean, how much? How much more did you, you did have? say it? So I I can still wild shape again if I need to, just like one more time. But it, it's really not a useful form for me. Other yeah, than I think the, the I think the spider checks. like other than the in this strength checks and the fact that it gives you all of uh, its hit points. Yeah. Well, the giant wolf spider is only HP eleven. So that's yeah, but that's eleven more HP than you had before. That's on top of what I already have? Yeah, when you wild shape, uh, once something hits you for 12 damage, you'll wild shape back into Grana, but all the damage you take uh, as that animal goes into that animal's HP. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the wild shape is actually really OP, um, <laughs> which yeah. is why you only get to do it twice. Uh, uh, Grana, you should use that more. I know. <laughs> I, try, <laughs> I try to find spots. <laughs> I'm going to try to get out of these again. Go okay. for it. Roll the strength. 21. No. Yeah, absolutely. That fucking okay. phrase, these ropes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It was like a uh, well check. You got a two uh, before. Like, braided with steel. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Cormith gets out of his ropes. So, yep. Grana, what do you want to do with your turn? Okay, I guess I'm still a spider then. Spider Gran. Spider I mean, Gran. You're whatever you choose to do, right? Yeah, I don't. D-shape. I think I'll just stay a spider for a moment. Okay. Add a little bit of intimidation to our crew. Hell yeah, dude. We're fucking rolling deep. We got a goddamn spider. Yeah. Yeah. The Grana's a giant spider. Uh, you've got, you found the prisoner. A tent exploded. Like, this is cool just, shit. I'll just try to look really adorable so our new dwarf friend <laughs> doesn't get intimidated by me. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, the other crew do have free actions to talk, so they can also be like. <laughs> so I no, have that's a. a friend Spider Grana. <laughs> I have a question about like how well we understand where we are, like in the camp. Can I like make a history check or some sort of like insight check to figure out what's the the best, most efficient way out of the camp? That's gonna be a survival check. Oh, a survival check. Well, I'm not too bad at that either, so... Let's see. That's a 21. Ooh! That's, that's cool, but it's not your turn yet. <laughs> so, <enough>. next turn. <laughs> Fuck. While, while you're untying and being like, this is our druid, or whatever, uh, to this, this dwarf, you hear another... Outside, as the fire rolls, another fucking nat 20. Oh! <laughs> This fire is more powerful than anyone else we've encountered so God. far. I, Everything's I, blowing up! We need to use fire more often. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> fire will never have its own turn again. <laughs> um, the orcs are going to roll for their fucking shit. Okay, this time they actually rolled pretty decent. So some of these fires do go out, but the the camp is in chaos. And uh, somebody go ahead and roll a look check for me. That's a seven. Duh. Seven. Okay. Um, all all of you roll perception checks. All right. Uh, that is a six. Thirteen. I got a seventeen. Even very very faintly, you hear a slight. It sounded like a puppy crying. <laughs> You would have needed uh, you would have needed more luck in order to be able to hear it more clearly. Sorry. Ugh, fuck. Shit. So based on some context clues, I have like some idea of what that might have been. Can I share that with the group or should I not? You're welcome to do whatever you want. Okay. I'm afraid that was that fucking dragon. Oh. Oh. I'm very afraid that was that fucking dragon. Then we better get the hell out of here. Uh, now, uh, Yevon, what was it you said that you wanted to do that I said do that on your next turn? I made a survival check to find, mm-hmm. like, the fastest way out of the camp. Okay. The fastest way out of the camp. You're you're still pretty central to the camp. You are slightly more to the northwestern corner of camp. So Strachia's camp is to the south. If you were to continue this way out of camp, you would end up in the desert which could be risky. If you head a little bit more towards north, that's going to be more towards the mountains. If you head out to the east, I'm just going to tell you about all the directions and you can choose which one is best for you. Over to the east is the beginning of those those woods where you killed the scouts. And then, like I said, south is all Stratus camp. So the Ooh. mountains are the closest, but it's the literally the, the opposite direction of where we need to go. We can, we have, we have a couple options here. We can risk a desert I, I don't think we have the supplies with us to do that, especially given that we have our, our friend here who is quite evidently exhausted. We could try to make it to the mountains, find cover, and then work our way back around south. We could go east to try and make it back into the forest uh, or, or go straight south, although that would take us through quite a bit of the camp. Uh, something uh, that pers- I do want to point out, sorry, uh, in the middle of this too, just in case you have forgotten, I know you do remember that the dragon is extant, but the dragon did head uh, north into the mountains last time you saw the the trail. That's okay. That's good news. Uh, that's, well, I shouldn't say that's good news. That's that's, that's news, news to know. That is, that is something yeah. that is very useful to know. 
So, crew, I, I know that it's a little bit further, but I think our best bet is to go east to get to the forest. I don't want to go north in case that noise I just heard was the dragon. The dragon did go north after we saw it literally melt an entire field into glass. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that would be real dangerous. And Cover going, is best. Going, going south is Going south is through too much of the camp, so I think our safest option here is to go east. We should seek cover immediately, so I support this. I, I tap one of my legs <laughs> twice for yes. Perfect. <laughs> and then they give you some simple math equations to solve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I guess that's decided. How do we want to try and get east? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab homie. Like, Perfect. put him up on my shoulders. You I was going to say, or you, or you could put it on the big spider. One of the two. <laughs> I'm going to put him up on my shoulders. You know, like I'm giving a big back ride. Sure. What's my move speed? Let me look that yeah, up. I was going to say, does the spider I've got have extra movement 40, speed? 40 feet. Oh, that's so better than mine. So I'm still faster than you. Cormie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Cormie has yeah. the fast sword. <laughs> and I am I size think... medium. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask like Grana, is it all right if I climb up on your back? I I guess. Um, <laughs> Grana thumbs <laughs> once for yeah. no. How fast does a dwarf yeah. move? Yeah, the dwarf is uh... exhausted, so I think his movement speed is gonna be even less than than it normally okay, so, would be. So if yeah. Cormie I mean, carries, the dwarf. yeah, that that's, that's the sorry. Best sorry if I wasn't here. clear. Yeah, my thing was yeah. I'm grabbing the dwarf and throwing okay. him up on my shoulder. Yeah. That was yeah. the dwarf is homie. Yep. <laughs> then I, I tap my leg two times again for even to climb up. <laughs> uh, right. Cool. I like turn to the rest of the group and I say, at dawn we ride to the east. <laughs> Fucking even. Wow. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, so the two of you who are carrying the other two are going to head out of the tent. Go ahead, and before you make your way out, roll another look check. That was a two? A three. <laughs> oh my god, you're supposed to be lucky! That's All right. only if I roll a one. Arguably lucky. Uh, Alright, from now on, Gron and not doing the luck checks. Alright, yeah. got that established. Yeah, that's why I was like, really, you want... You want to do it? Please? <laughs> okay. So the group of you exit the tent. Are you doing so with any amount of stealth? Are you booking it? What are you doing? I think just booking I, it. I say we book it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's just GTFO. Like, <laughs> I'm on Grana's bag. If she's we, booking it, I guess that's yep. where I'm going. <laughs> we pick the direction east and just go. <laughs> Haul ass. Okay. So I'm going to give us a little roll here. <laughs> okay. You rip your way right out of this tent, just sort of sprinting away from here at, at, at full, full speed. A, a couple of orcs do stand in your way at the end of your turn. Uh, so there are two orcs uh, before you that you will have to either battle or run past in order to get to, but their turn is up first. So the first orc is going to go after Cormeth and the other after Grana. The one after Cormeth rolled a 16 to hit. Does not. Uh, and the one after Grana rolled a 23 to hit. Uh, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh oh, that's thirteen damage. Well, All right. Well, hello, I'm not a spider anymore. Yeah, so I the guess, spider takes uh, however much, you, and then you take the the remainder. Even is falling to the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, even make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I got a six. Uh, okay, <laughs> you fall onto Grana. That's fair. Both of you take two damage. Is, is, seven that, is that damage? Is that two damage on top of what I just yeah. took from on transforming? Okay. Yeah, because uh, even went from like uh, floating in the air to suddenly falling down onto you. And God used... damn it! This was so cool starting out. It, <laughs> it was dude, so it was cool. Tight. And then that that orc got basically as hard as they could hit on your <laughs> spider. Fuck. <laughs> Grana, you're up first. <laughs> okay, there's just two here? Yeah. Okay. Alright, I guess I'll cast cast Ice Knife. Go for it. Let's see. What? Make a ranged spell attack. Oh, nat 20! Oh! Hey! Alright, go ahead and roll your damage. So that'll be uh, instead of doing one of whatever die you roll, you roll two of them. And then plus just your regular modifier. The regular damage is 1d10. Oh my god. <laughs> and I rolled 6. Okay. And then roll for, another for d10. Two. No, sorry. A 5 and then a 1. Okay. 6 total. Okay. And then, yeah, the orc must succeed on a dex saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, my save DC is 13. Okay. Um, so Ty goes to the attacker. So uh, it gets hit. Okay. And that is 8 cold damage. This orc don't look good. Not all right. at all. Looks really on the brink of death. Ooh. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Cormith. Uh, okay, question. Mm-hmm. If I try to intimidate this orc, is that my entire action? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and intimidate him because I want him to fucking run away. Uh, so I'm going to go for an intimidation. Go for it. On the orc against me. That's going to be a 19. They rolled an 18. <laughs> oh, this orc isn't going to run away, but they are going to uh, freeze, and they're they're not going to attack. Uh, they're just essentially disabled for uh, a turn or so. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, just because there are mechanics where you actually can make people run away and stuff in battle. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I'll, I'll still allow that, since that was a good competition. Uh, even. I, uh, I'm going to attack the orc that attacked Grana. Go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack with Eldritch Blast, which is a new spell. This orc looks really bad. You don't have <laughs> to hit it very hard. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two d10, and it's it's not a it's not a any level what? spell. It's literally a cantrip. So okay, so that's fine. Uh, that's a that's a 19 uh, versus AC. Yep, it's dead. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> as as I a cantrip, love it. Uh, yeah, it had one one damage left after. Um, so if you hit it, it was going to die. Um, oh, yep. Can I separate? Hold up. So the words on Eldritch Blast is that it creates more than one beam at at fifth level. So uh, so does that, can I direct that second beam to attack the other orc? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then I'm going to do that. It's a separate, uh, it's a yeah. separate. Attack. Oh, that's a 10 versus AC? No. Yeah, I kind of figured. Uh, okay. But you get advantage because they're frozen with fear. Oh, cool. Uh, that's not any better. It's actually oh, okay. an, it's actually worse. So. Oh well, you know. Yeah, you know. And you know. Uh, then I'm gonna I'm gonna end my turn. 
Okay. That orc, is, their turn essentially gets skipped because they're frozen in fear. Uh, their next turn, they will be able to take action. Grana, you are up. Oh. Grana. You can either kill him or keep running. Well, there's only two orcs <laughs> that you're fighting right now. Uh, it sounds like there's just one. One well, now. now there's, yeah, now there's a dead body and one very afraid orc. I say we kill him so that he can't raise the alarm. Right. Um, I'm uh, gonna... I mean, okay, so here's another thing that I should have said when you left the tent. Uh, the camp is in absolute fucking chaos. Uh, this fire has spread a lot. Uh, okay. A shit ton of the tents that you see are on fire. I mean, this fire rolled two nat 20s. Like, oh, shit is burning. Shit. Orcs are running around. Like, it's not like people are about to notice you. This is, like, shit's Full. going wild, and some of these people are like, Oh, shit, some, uh, those look like enemies. Let's fight them. I see. Yeah. So maybe we just blow past this guy? Go for it. I like actually really want to attack him. And <laughs> do it. Go I can do it. that. I'll, I'll cast Frostbite, and okay. they have to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a 13? That's a fail. Yeah. Hooray. Target takes 2d6. <laughs> 2d6. Uh, four cold damage. Okay. Burr. <laughs> Army. Oh yeah, and they have disadvantage on their next weapon attack roll. Cool. All right. Um, didn't run away, so I'm gonna bring out Ruby Carver. It's time, okay. and I'm gonna attack. Okay. Do keep in mind that you have a dwarf on your shoulders, so you're gonna have disadvantage on this attack because in order to swing an axe, you have to move your shoulders around. Just and this exalted uh, dwarf is not gonna have a great ability to hold on to you because they do in fair. fact. Have disadvantage on their uh, saving throws. Oh, they're going to have disadvantage on their saving throws? Yeah. So they're going to, uh, when you move, they will roll to see if they can hold on to you, and they'll have it at disadvantage, because they're tired. Ooh, okay. Then instead, what I, um, okay, what I would like to do is grab a quick hand axe, sidearm that bad boy, and throw it at him. Sick. I don't know if that's all that different, but I'll allow it. Uh, uh, Ruby Carver's a two-handed weapon, right? Yeah. A hand axe isn't. I mean, it That's isn't. The... But you still are—you still have them up on your shoulders, and I don't know if you've ever moved your shoulders, but it's hard to. Anyway, I'll, I said but... I'd allow it, so I'll allow I, it. Yeah. So and I'm—I'm I'm just gonna argue this one more. Since it's a one-handed weapon, I can steady him with the other. Okay. Give him a little pat, pat, pat. Give a little pat, pat, pat. Um, uh, that's gonna be. <laughs> uh, God damn it! That's gonna be a twelve to hit. Just barely misses. Fuck. All right. Well, uh, there goes one hand axe. I've thrown it. <laughs> you can find another one. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Yevon. Uh, I'm going to attack with Eldritch Blast again. Okay. Uh, first attack is a 21 to hit. Yep. It does six damage. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Second quick that was. Second attack is a 24 to hit. Yep. It does seven damage. All right. Yeah, you, you blast this orc away. Dank. Jesus. All right. That is the fire's turn. <laughs> Sweet. That's a six. Love burn, baby, burn. Just go and burn out. Burn this mother down. Okay. Uh, a few more orcs from about 40 feet away point at you and start running towards you. No, um, no way. Outside of range, the range of what they can reach you at. Uh, but it is your turn now, Grana. How? Oh, fuck. Um, I'm running. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get the fuck we out of here. start running. So I'm going to shape into a wolf spider again. <laughs> nice. 
and start running as soon as Yeven jumps on my back. Uh, you can pick Yeven up actively. Unless okay, I'll, you I'll really pick him up and we'll start going. All right, and you've got um, 40 meat. 40, 40 meat? <laughs> 40 feet, yeah. 40 feet of movement. 40 meat of movement. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, so you uh, get 40 feet away. Cormeth. I want to see if I can see where that hand axe embedded itself, so I want to roll in an investigation check. Go for it. I have where if you have caught. That's in that one. Nope. Yep. That um, is gone. And so I have my movement left, right? Mm-hmm. I am going to – okay, I'm going to – I don't see it, so I'm going to fucking book it. Okay. So you get to where Grana and Yeven are. Okay, cool. Because you can't, you can't like, dash or anything on this turn because you didn't – Gotcha. Act. Same thing with Grana. Even anything you want to do on the spider back? So the range of Eldritch Blast is 120 feet. <laughs> Are the orcs behind us within 120 feet? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I said they were 40 feet away and you only ran 40 feet, so yes. So I'm going to just like start whipping out some Eldritch Blast from the back of this wolf spider. I yes. Go for it. Love it. Apparently <laughs> I'm not going for it. Second attack was a 23 versus AC. Uh, that's uh, that's seven damage to whoever that hits. Tight. Okay. Somebody want to roll uh, one more luck check? I'll roll. Please. That's going to be a 16. Ooh. Uh, Cormie, you, uh, you're in your fucking zone. I mean, you haven't been in a battlefield like this in a while, and now you're, you're back in it. You recognize that sort of yes. dull roar that you heard before as Stratya's army attacking the front of this camp. Uh, oh, they saw the smoke shit. and saw the explosion and decided this seems like a good opportunity to make their frontal assault. Oh, um, shit. Okay. So there are a great number of orcs who are not really focused on y'all and who are more focused on the army that's attacking them. (laughs) I know. Weird. Yeah. Strange. (laughs) And then you see the fire spread uh, a little bit further as uh, fewer and fewer orcs are able to dedicate their time to trying to manage these fires and instead have to focus on uh, fighting invaders. Oh, Uh, shit. Okay. So that's Grana. I'm just full dashing. Okay. Anyone any, any any different on this turn? I mean, if if the are if Stratia's army is attacking, we could move towards it instead of moving towards the forest. What do y'all think? What was our eventual goal? We well, just need to we, get back, right, to relate yep. this information and like save the prisoner. Well, uh, save the prisoner, and we've taken Dog out, so. That was our that was our goal, right? Was this where we're going? Okay. Where are we where are we trying to get this prisoner guy to? Uh, well, back to the bulletot. Like, yeah. Okay. Like they, so they've been captured from the bulletot, so we need to take them back there. But like, in the process, Stratia was like, "Hey, yo, shank this bloke," and we're like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't think it's super important that we report back that we killed them. I think we should because there's already some rewards. I, that was my plan. It was to report back. Yeah, like. Well, I'm a spider, so I can't really talk. <laughs> uh, so then I'm gonna yell over like the din of what's going on around us and like ask like, Cormith, do we go south or do we keep going east? Let's go south. Cormith just stares into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Hand over eyebrow. Let's go south! 
Let's rendezvous with Stratia. All right. I assume that Grana heard that, yes? Yeah. I mean, she heard it. Up to her whether she does anything about it. <laughs> I'll, Fair follow, I'll follow Cormies. <laughs> okay. We should stick together. Um, so you, uh, you all, uh, began running a little bit more towards Stratia's army. Um, you see that these orcs are starting to finally get their shit together and are forming rank. Uh, uh, a few of them, um, sort of ignore you as they, as they go because they're more focused on, uh, other things that are going on. As you start to approach the front lines, though, you're on sort of the edge of this this battle, uh, and you can see that most anyone that you would have seen in the camp is here. We'll go ahead and roll a perception check, y'all. Everybody? Yeah. 16. Uh, I got a 21. Shit. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Karana, you can't quite see, but, you know, your spider head is still pretty close to the ground, so that's fine. Um, but <laughs> Given and Cormeth, you're able to see the sort of shine of Stratia's army. Uh, she is engaged in combat with what appears to be some higher-level orcs. Uh, she's handling herself just fine, but she, she is in this battle right now. So you, you can certainly make your way around this fighting. There's a chance that some of the ranks might see you and still try to attack your retreat. But otherwise, you can head back to her camp and wait to see what has happened. I think we should do that because... uh, I do too. I think all of us could really use a long rest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or even a short... Like, I could even use a short rest. Like, yeah. I think think Grana and I are getting to the point where, like, a long rest is pretty much necessary. Okay. Yeah. Especially the dwarf is like, I could go for a long rest. Yeah, then, and that sounds like the best idea. Absolutely. Okay. Is there anything else you want to do while you're still behind enemy lines? Uh, I'm still whipping Eldritch Blasts whenever I can because this is super fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's no- nothing I can think of. I already have the plans that came from the tent, and that's what I'm most concerned about. Carmi's should look for another hand axe, but that's it. <laughs> no. That's all it's I can gone. Think of. There's probably <laughs> better times to do that. I only have one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really doing anything. I'm just focused on getting out of here. Cool. Okay. So uh, there's going to be a few archers who are going to aim at y'all as you make your retreat. Okay. Each of you will get something against you once. Starting with Grana, that's a 12 to hit. Miss. (laughs) Uh, Yeven, that is a 17 to hit. Uh, That actually does hit. Okay. Uh, That's going to be 10 damage. That's... A surprising amount for an arrow, but uh, I'm going to be okay. They hit you pretty fucking hard. Uh, clearly. Cormeet, that's a 22 to hit. That hits. Uh, that's seven damage. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and luckily they miss your dwarf. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. Ooh. All right. Ooh. That would have really, that would have so really like, sucked. <laughs> like get Cormeet yeah. in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in my orc army but you know (laughs) you should be Um, proud of your fire though i'm very proud of my fire yes okay so the the group of you are able to make it behind stratya's battle lines uh here you are much less perturbed there's a few people who sort of uh heavily push past you to refresh the 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 lines or uh continue on their way but eventually you make it past sort of the threshold of the battle lines uh and you make it more into camp 
Uh, go ahead. Uh, actually, before you get over to there, go ahead and roll perception checks. It's going to be 15. 11. 13. Even you see that there are a couple of injured soldiers who are slowly limping their way back into Stratius camp, uh, at least towards it, while you're still a bit of a ways out there. Uh, okay. I don't, okay. Yep. I don't the, really know what to, what to do with that information. Yep. Uh, all right. So you you all make it into the camp. Uh, there are healers running about, helping out soldiers who are coming in from the field. Uh, a couple of stretchers come through, and things are in a sort of orderly chaos, if you will. But uh, Gobi finds you and says, "Friends." Oh yeah, Gobi. Gobi. <laughs> oh, it's so good to I, see you. I hope that's actually how you greeted him. <laughs> I wild shape Did out of actually. my wolf spider form and was like, "Oh yeah, you're here." Also, Gobi has been somebody who's fought with us, and on my character sheet, that is somebody to die for. So, yeah, Gobi. <laughs> um, he greets you and he says, here, come with me. I will sh- show you where you can sleep and rest while the battle goes on. Woo-hoo. And he leads you over Thanks, to uh, a tent that's a little bit away from where the healers are. But, you know, it's uh, it's someplace that is nice and deep into camp. So you're, you're safe here. And he says, I'm going to see what I can do, but... If you need anything, just go to the main healer and they will be able to let out a call. Uh, and he leaves the tent. So unless there's anything y'all want to do, I'm going to roll out and see what this battle, uh, what happens in this battle. I just want to take Dwarf Homie uh, to the healer. Sure. All right. So I'll actually have you, bad. I'll have you wait on that because the healers, okay. uh, the healers will take him into a tent, but they're not going to do anything actively to him until... Because he's not actively dying, right? Oh, yeah, fair, even, fair. even healed him. Uh, there are soldiers who are, you know, on the verge of death. Uh, so they'll they'll take him, but uh, nothing nothing quite happens yet. All right, let's see. In the first level of the battle, the Stratius side rolls a rousing 19. Orcs roll a 1. <laughs> Decimated. Uh, they are Damn. so overtaken by chaos. <laughs> The second round, uh, Stratia's team rolls a five, and oh my god, the orcs roll a fucking one! (laughs) They're really living up to everything. Fuck! Look at this shit. I'm so mad. Like, oh, does this feel like a really present threat that rolls only fucking nat ones? (laughs) Do you guys feel motivated to fight evil? Do you feel scared? (laughs) Oh my god. Alright. Here I'll roll the I'll roll the last the last round of battle. Uh so now Stratia sixteen. Uh and the orcs. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a two. Oh my god. That's a fucking <laughs> two. So the Astounding. orcs rolled two ones and a and two. A two. <laughs> orcs so, are real bad at fighting. Oh they just my... like to burn stuff. Yeah. Oh my um God. <laughs> wow. Orlog really was their strength, I guess. Yeah, uh, pretty shortly after y'all make it back, you have, uh, you know, maybe 45 minutes where you're uh, sitting around and catching your breath when Stratya's army returns and she seeks the three of you out and she says, Friends, thank you. Thank you so much for the deed you have done. You took out Orlog, I assume. Oh, yes, no problem. Super easy. (laughs) Without them to order everyone and 
manage the ranks. There was complete chaos. I thought for sure that they would have a secondary in place, but it seems like they, they didn't have anyone. So they were quickly defeated once Orlog was out of the way. <laughs> you, yeah. have, you have saved my people on the plains, and I owe you a debt of gratitude. Yeah, you do. Humility there, like, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really that salty. <laughs> just, you know, to say. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know how to react to this, so I'm just going to stay silent. Like, I don't know how to react. Yeah, she said, she continues on anyways and says, we will be treating your friend who you rescued from the camp. Feel free to stay here for the night. We'll make sure you're taken care of. And in the morning, when you are rested, we can talk more. Uh, and she exits your tent. Thank you, Saratia. That sounds good to me. Congratulations on your victory. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you hear the, the small sounds of the beginnings of uh, little, little victory celebrations. On our victory, Grana, we played a role in this, too. Yeah, fuck we did. Yeah, and so did the orcs rolls. High five. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that. That was what? Five ones? <laughs> that was a uh, lot. Sounded like yeah. yeah. I'm gonna so keep. trash. Y'all can either party and sleep or sleep and sleep. I, I want to party and sleep. I think that sounds tight. All right, yeah. Some of these soldiers uh, start bringing back things from the orcs camp because they just fucking decimated it. Uh, <laughs> they weren't going to do this before, but considering how the orcs rolled, <laughs> um, all their bases are belong to them. So they're, they're rolling out like these barrels of grog and wine, and they have... Uh, little uh, little orc pendants that they're just sort of throwing around. They they have a big bonfire of all of the savage axes, like shit. This is a major army that was just fucking wiped out of existence. <laughs> like nobody's fucking business. This this orc p- army has been just wrecking shit for a couple of years now, and they're just gone. They're gone now because they rolled two fucking ones and a goddamn two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, so yeah, there is frivolity and you know a little bit of good spirited mayhem. So yeah, y'all y'all can uh, drink and party and dance and there's there's music and people are congratulating themselves and ch- celebrating. Can we roll to see how good the ale is? <laughs> of course, uh, it wouldn't be our campaign if you didn't. <laughs> I'll I'll come out for an ale. Okay. But I need to rest otherwise. If Grana is going out for an ale, I will also go out for an ale. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll to see how good the, the ale is. I got a 14. 16. All right, yeah. You know what? Considering this is from orcs, like, who were traveling all over the place and getting just sort of filthy drunk on it, like, this shit's actually, like, pretty decent. It's not the best oh, stuff you've ever had, but <laughs> it's really good. And, of pretty course, it gets better the more you drink ale. of it. It's kind of strong. The stone fist has the good shit. Session <laughs> ale. Get the fuck out of here with session <laughs> ale. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh. Yeah, actually, all the bottles say the stone fist distillery. <laughs> ah. <laughs> shit. We gotta find them and take them down. 
No, why would um, we take them down? We just need well, to go we, steal we, all of their ale. We have to take over their business. We gotta get their mm. recipes. So we can make this. Um, I want to drink one. I want to pound one. Sorry. And then get up on a table. Oh, boy. And yell out, I am Cormie Thunderbuns Mutalakume. <laughs> I am the twerk champion. And I want to twerk. And it's a language for me, so I'm not even going to roll sure for is. that. It's, well, it, you still have to roll a performance check. Okay, fair. You have advantage fair. on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, let's see. No, it's at 212, so it's a 15. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll I want to twerk right here. Listen, a 15 is perfectly well enough to uh, impress a group of soldiers who are, like, drunk as hell and high on life. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm going to twerk right on this table. Like, hell yeah! We just did this shit. Wait, wait, yeah. Somebody puts a gold into your butt cheeks. Yes! I get plus one gold! And now I'm done with this scene and I am exiting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it the ATM. <laughs> what? What would that mean? You what put, would that mean to Coromis? You put gold in it and <laughs> automatic twerk machine. <laughs> auto automatic twerk machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the dragon appears and you all die. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. <laughs> Hey, all you good things. Why? <laughs> okay. Anyway, y'all can hit that long rest button finally. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah! It's that's only been like three or four sessions. <laughs> that's the oh, stuff. Back up to sixty-eight hit points. Strat, yeah, returns to your tent uh, the next day. So does uh, y y when you all wake up. And of course, when you were partying too, Gobi was with you. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Gobi's the OG. Wait, hold on. Original Gobi. Uh, he rolled a fucking nat 20 to party. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Did he just invent party anthem or whatever it's called? Pretty much. Party rock yeah. anthem. Party Hell rock. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Gobi Gobi disassociates like... from his personality. He parties so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all can't even shit. like figure out how to look at Gobi because he's just partying too hard. <laughs> Fuck. It's yeah, but anyway, you wake yeah. up the next day in, in the tent, feeling refreshed, feeling better than it feels like you've been in what seems like weeks. Seriously. It was actually just... A couple of days. Yep. <laughs> uh, which is good because you have a time limit on uh, the time before this um, this king will get assassinated. Uh, so luckily, it oh, has okay. been a very short amount of time. Shoo. Stratya comes in and gives you a token of hers, which is essentially just a sending stone. So if there ever comes a time where you need to call on her favor or need something from her, you can do so via that stone. Oh, uh, hell Yeah. And she gives you best wishes uh, and returns to go back to leading her town and helping to uh, rebuild the the central plains following the harsh rule of the scorched earth of the Savage Axe. Now that they are free of that scourge, uh, she's going to start rebuilding uh, the central plains. Hell, dude, 
we've got a, a militia at least and an army at most. Like, fuck yeah. I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. So, Grana, I assume you yeehaw your ship. Uh, yeehaw! <laughs> Perfect. How long does it take to, to get there? The ship? Like, how long is it going to take us to get back to this town? Get back to the base? The Volatot headquarter, yeah. It'll take you about two to three days. Okay, perfect. So while we're while we're on the uh, the trip, I would like to attune with my ring of spell turning. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I have Please this. I have this tome you gave me. Yes. I would strongly recommend that you use that tome. I think it will seriously improve some of your uh, your DC saves. Yeah. I would like to twerk. <laughs> All right, roll a fucking performance check. Horror me. Uh, that is going to be a 16. In my free time, I would like to provide music to which uh, Koromith can twerk on my uh, on my lute or my pan flute, which is my preferred instrument. Well, yeah. Uh, also, while you all are traveling, Gobi is going to, you know, be like, "So, what happened? What did you, did you find anything out from the savage axe?" I don't know. What were in those uh, those plans? That you took well, uh, Gobi, we should fill you in on on the uh, Q and A session that we had with the uh, leader of the um, Scorched Earth of the Savage Axe. You had a Q and A session. Uh, well, Q and A clapping ass, yeah. And I'm That's just not, gonna like, no, Cormie, if you spell Gobi. clap with a Q, I will slap you. <laughs> Carmi, yeah. you need to go to school, and Gobi, don't write that down. <laughs> yeah, Gobi just, like, scratches something out. <laughs> I'm going to initiate twerk mode. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill Gobi in on what we learned, which was um, mostly about, like, hierarchy and, like, who the, the leaders are in the Stone Fist. And then that there is a Watcher, but we did not learn who the Watcher is. Okay. Oh, that is quite a bit of information you were able to gather. This is of great concern. Should we tell the Bullet Hut of all of this when we return? I think that would be prudent. I Absolutely. And I have more information to give them on army movements and army positions and armies. So one thing that I will note is that the army papers you picked up were for the army that got fucking blasted right up the ass. <laughs> so hey. it's not quite as useful, but it might be good to study in the in the future. Will do. Okay. So you you continue on your journey. Uh, Kintoth, the dwarf, mostly sleeps during it because uh, he's had a very trying experience. Uh, and eventually you, you end up in this part of the Melonheim. You, you're not completely sure where the Bolotot HQ was, but if y'all want to roll survival checks, you can f- try and find it. Dude, I'm on it. Uh, it's going to be a 14 for Cormies. I'm in there like swimwear. I rolled a 19 plus 5 is 24. Jesus, that's awesome. I cool. got dirty 20. Nice. 
Y'all are able to find it by retracing your path and using your memory. Uh, it's still pretty well obscured, but you are able to locate it. And you you make your way into the Bolotot with Kintoth in row. Kelroth greets you. Kelroth is the dragonborn. Uh, Kelroth is okay. my homie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who says, Ma, I was starting to get worried about what was happening. What, uh, I see you managed to rescue Kintoth. What happened? I am going to say to Kelroth, uh, why don't, uh, why don't you and I grab an ale in, in private and I'll, uh, I'll fill you in on what happened. Uh, Koromith and, and Grana, could you speak to, uh, the other, uh, commanding officers of the Bulatot and, uh, and fill them in? Why do you need to go privately? Kelroth is of my clan and I have, I have questions for him. Well, why can't we all go meet with Kelroth? <laughs> Uh, you could meet with Kelroth, but I have things I wish to discuss in private with him. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, you can choose to try and spy on Yeven if you want. <laughs> okay. Okay, Yeven. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Kelroth leads you uh, over to that sort of uh, parlor that you uh, were in previously, and Gronley finds you as well. That's that's your homie. Uh, Gronley, thank you. Yep, yep. And he <clears throat> greets you. Before we resolve that, uh, Grana, did you want to follow Yeven? Yes. Uh, go I ahead do. and roll a uh, stealth check. 21. Okay. Hey. Uh, even you wouldn't have any reason to actively suspect her. So what's your passive perception? Oh, like Ooh. passive perception is 13. Okay. Uh, what's your passive insight, just in case, though, as well? Uh, it's, it's an 18. Okay. So still, uh, yeah, Grana, you are able to quietly follow after Yeven and Kelroth. Okay. Cormith, uh, I assume you are... Let's go down to the mead hall or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, eh, Grawley! Probably hey, the, uh, probably yeah, the no. like, uh, debriefing table room that you were in before, maybe, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, but yeah. yeah, he greets you, he greets you in an embrace, you know, his is mostly of your leg. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that very manly, like, pat, pat, done. Gormies, I'm so happy to see that you're back. Were you able to rescue my, my teammate? Absolutely. You can't make a task I can't do, Gronley. <laughs> I knew I could count on you. Uh, and he, he sees Kintoth, and he goes, and he uh, he also gives him a hug, and he goes, Brother, I'm I'm happy to see that you are mostly unharmed. Please, come, tell tell us about what you were able to determine. Oh, uh, Gronley. <laughs> uh, there was this weakling. Uh-huh. Was this the dwarf that was the brother? The no, he was referring to him more colorfully. He was just like, oh, okay. you know, gotcha. he was essentially being like, hey, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kintoth, Gronley, and Cormith, you all go to this sort of meeting of the, of the board where Kintoth reveals that in his time where he was trying to infiltrate Orlog's camp before he was uh, caught um, and before they were separated, uh, he was able to determine that the way that they are going to assassinate the king is that they are going to use power word kill to immediately take him out. Gronley, what does that mean, power word kill? Gronley looks very pale and shaken, and he says, Well, if they are a powerful enough caster, they can simply speak a word of such arcane power that the king will instantly die. 
No, it's worse than I thought. Yeah, pretty bad. Meanwhile, even you, you and Kelroth head to this parlor, and Kelroth says, "So it's this you wanted to talk to me about that was so urgent we couldn't tell the council about what happened first. Uh, well, Yana, uh, you are you are listening to this from uh, a short distance. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that uh, Grana and uh, Koromith will fill the council in. They they know everything that I know, but I was disturbed by something that happened during this mission. We had a rather curious interaction with the leader. Uh, their, their, their name was uh, Orlog, and uh, we, we had an exchange of, of questions and answers between uh, the two of our parties, and they asked why we didn't fight for the winning side. Now, I don't particularly find myself fighting for any side or cause other than our own, but it made me think perhaps there was some path of 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 reason in their words is it is it not possible that some powers that be within the the stone fist could not assist in our endeavors Kalroth takes this in uh, he sort of nods solemnly as you recount this to him and he says well now that's a very interesting idea there, isn't it? What if we could get the stone fist to work for us? That's what you're saying there, right, son? In some way, yes. More of a keeping all all paths to our final goal open, but not particularly saying I care for the stone fist's approach, but the stone fist contains many powerful and, and influential people who may be of benefit to our cause. That's interesting, even. You know, it's funny that you should bring something like this up, because I've been wondering myself, you know, you know me, we've had our our times in the past where we have worked our ideas into other people's heads, and, you know, I was thinking maybe if we could change the teams that are in play here, then we might have a better chance at uh, attaining our our goal, so to speak. Some sort of better place where you and I can be satisfied with what's going on. But uh, mm. what did you have in mind to uh, convince them to do this, if at all? Uh, to be quite honest, I don't, I don't have anything in mind yet. It was... Just a, let's say, an interrupting thought. But if you believe there's merit to it, then I'll uh, put some thought to it, and maybe we can uh, reach out to others in the clan to see what can be done. Uh, he nods and he says, "Yeah, I'll I'll reach out to them. Even we'll we'll get this figured out. And uh, in the meantime, there's something of concern that I wanted to bring up to you as well. Of course." It's about that uh that person who's in your your group that Grana, she uh, the, the halfling yes yeah the the half- oh no. no she uh she's carrying something dark with her even I can tell I I've been around my share of light and dark magics in my time you know in my line of work you come across all sorts of things and there's something with her that she's carrying I don't know if you if you can trust somebody who's got something like that with them I actually don't remember if Yeven has 
reason to know about this? Uh, I think I think he does. I think it came up before, uh, but like three sessions ago. Okay. Uh, yes, Kelroth. I I know of what you speak. I think it is best that we treat her with caution. But I genuinely believe she has the best interests of others at heart. Um, though she may carry something dark, I do not think it is a burden she carries willingly. He nods thoughtfully and says, Well, I trust your opinion, Yevon. I treasure your thoughts very much, but keep an eye out, because sometimes things like that can have a, a strange effect, and uh, it's sometimes you just can't trust other people. You know, that's why we have the clan, so you always have someone to trust. And listen, if you say that she's all right, then I'm going to believe you, but keep an eye out, because... I, I don't want to see something bad happen just because somebody's carrying around something dark and it has a an influence on them that you you might miss just because just because you're close to them. You know, I, I I worry about you being out there. You know. Uh, thank you, Kelroth. I appreciate that, especially uh, especially from you. I'll uh, I'll be sure to to keep an eye out, and uh, I understand that this sort of thing. Hopefully, we can address it sooner rather than later, but until it's it's resolved, I, I agree that our best course of action is skepticism at, at best. Did you even discuss, like, all of the things that were answered in, like, what, what Orlog said and everything, too? Uh, yeah, so that was what I was going to say next, is, like, once we're done with that particular, like, part of the conversation, I will fill uh, Kalroth in on information about, um, Everything else that we learned, you know, higher ups and and the watcher and and all that. Okay, he nods and he writes a few things down and he says, "Well, that's a lot of information, and I think that we've discovered something powerful. You know, knowing the name of your enemy at least that's uh, that's something that can really can really change things. And uh, I don't think that we should say that name too often because even just speaking it sends a, a shiver down my spine and." Uh, a chill down my back, but you've done good work, even, and I'm proud of you. Thank you, Honey, He I, claps you real hard on the back. I like get the wind knocked out of me effectively, <laughs> and then I just. <coughs> oh yeah, I. Uh, oh, I, I, you know, I, you know, I appreciate it, uh, Kelroth, and I, I look up at him and I, I wink and I say, uh, until next time. Uh, and he winks back and he says, until next time. You be careful out there. You hear? Uh, of course. You know me. Uh, meanwhile, Grana, nearby. Is this where you should make your exit? Um, I want to say I left a bit before this. Like, okay. once, once they he started recapping. Talking more about the interaction with Orlog. Sure. So, like, in the middle. Okay. Where did you go after you left? Um, I think I went to go find Cormeath. Okay. Yeah, so... That's what we're talking about. Perfect. Uh, given when you leave, you find Cormeath and Grana, Gronly, and uh, some other higher-ranking dwarves, as well as Kintoth, uh, discussing what has been discovered. Cormeath is twerking as we discuss <laughs> the assassination of the king. <laughs> um, it, all right. And once this discussion concludes, they, they sort of turn their focus and they say, uh, Gronly says, well, we're close, but we still don't know quite where Tenon is being kept, but we know that Castellan is being held by Kodagog, and uh, we have a connection out on the 
East Coast. Uh, in Boston. No, just kidding. Boston? Boston. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Grandma, go get your khakis. <laughs> We're going to Boston. <laughs> they direct you towards a sort of southeastern bay. Uh, so between Gillespie and Arsenia. And they say that uh, they have a connection there that you can get in contact with. And they will help you to locate and track down Kodagog, who is in, uh, who's deeply undercover. Interesting, okay. Alrighty. All right. We uh, know what Kodagog looks fun. like. We yeah. absolutely so. do. <laughs> A less sexy version of me. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, nice work, y'all. This was right, a, a really yeah. interesting session. <laughs> sure.